from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see this clip of uh, Mandy Mandy Patinkin trying to name five people who played Batman before? Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin oh, is Saul, Saul from, from Homeland. Homeland. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. also uh, Nico Montoya from uh, Princess Bride. Yes. Prepare to die. Uh, so I guess his son, so what you're going to hear, it's awesome. It's just like, you, you don't think that like famous parents are the same as like your parents, right? Like if you have a parent who's in like their sixties mm-hmm. and you ask them name five people who play Batman, it's going to be a goof. They're, yeah. they're, maybe they get Michael Keaton, right? Maybe. But Mandy Patinkin, when you think of like somebody who was at that level of stardom, who has acted with that many people so ingrained in the world of show business, even by just existing in that world. Oh, completely. You should 100%. surrounded by it you all should the time. Know. You're a of student of the industry. Yeah. A leader of the industry. Yeah. So this is Manny Patinkin, Manny Patinkin's wife, and their son asking him the question. Name five actors who played Batman. Okay. And you go back and forth. You each get to go back. Adam Beach <laughs> on television. Adam, the, the, the great actor that I know, that no, no, I got Robert the wrong Adam yeah. Beach was What's the guy his... in the movie with me. Yeah, Squanto, Warrior. Yeah, but he but played Adam, his, Adam he something. Played. Adam something. But also, what? Um, yeah. the great actor. Who's the great actor that played um, a Chaplin? And um, Chaplin. You know, his okay. father gave him marijuana when he was a kid. He's had a lot of issues, and he's really brilliant. Robert Downey Jr. did yes. not play Batman. He didn't. No. Number one is really go the, for this the, uh, uh, Who played Batman <laughs> is my favorite actor guy, my favorite actor of my generation. You know, he was in that. Oh, he's just great. <laughs> so say his um, name. No, no, no. The guy uh, who was in the Civil War. Oh, movie, Michael. The Civil War movie. I met him. Yeah, he was in that. He was in that. Uh, <laughs> I met oh, him. Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. No, not Daniel Day Lewis. Oh my God, he's a great actor. But this is the other great actor. I think he's British too. He's great actor. Clint. No, no. No, the guy. Oh, Kevin Branagh. <coughs> no. This is your favorite actor? I love this actor. He was in that, that Civil War movie where he had like one line in the whole movie. <laughs> and I like okay. his wife trying to help him out. You oh, mean this guy? You mean okay. this guy? You mean okay. this guy? Okay. So let's give Mandy a hint here. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with fish bin kale. It rhymes with fish bin kale. Fish bin kale? It rhymes with kiss him stale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale! Oh, I love you! I love you, Christian Bale! You are on the tip of my tongue every minute! Oh, hostiles, man. Hostiles. <laughs> he can't be on the tip of your tongue every Bro. minute because you forgot his name. Bro. I love this actor. He's my favorite! <laughs> 
My favorite is the way his wife describes Robert Downey Jr. Out of everything that Robert Downey Jr. has done, she's like, who's that guy whose dad gave him marijuana yeah. when he was eight? <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man, not Batman. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, so the next question is this um, for Mandy Patinkin, posed by his uh, son. Uh, what is Benefer? What is Benefer? Oh, it's, uh, I know that. It's uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Are you Brad. sure? Benefer. Benefer. Or am I no, the other? It's no, ben, it's Ben Affleck ben and Affleck Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Aniston. Gen- no, no. Jennifer Garner? Garner. Ben <laughs> Affleck and Jennifer Garner. No. Right? We go with that. No. no. Bad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. No, no. no. It's Ben no. Affleck. And? Oh, Jennifer or J-Lo. And who is J-Lo, Dad? J-Lo is the guy, uh, the woman who went with the baseball player. Honey, you can't do that because she's... <laughs> I know who people. she is. Oh, okay. She went with the baseball player. Sure. Right, but Jennifer... And now who? they're not together anymore. Jennifer who? Jennifer Lawrence. Mom's no. indicating... <laughs> mom, mom's indicating to you that You're you so have close. to use her name and not define her by the oh, man Jennifer? she was man, being she's with. Jennifer... She's a powerful person. Lo, so J- right. Her last name isn't Lo. No, it's Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Nailed it. My favorite is she's the one that went with the baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so confident. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, idiot. God, those videos. I hope they keep doing those. Those are great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so they're back again. Uh-huh. And uh, this time, Mandy does a little bit better, but still such a disaster. Name three movies starring Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, uh, uh, Pinkett uh, with with, um, with Tom with, with the kid in Saturday Night Live. Um, the, the guy uh, what was it called with the and, and the and the girl with the lipstick. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Okay, that's one. Pulp Fiction. Another movie. Sam Jackson. Samuel I was in. I was in one with Sam Jackson. What? Um, with uh, no the one the one with uh, you know uh, Oscar 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 played my son. Oscar, um, uh, Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac played yes. my son, yes. and and um, and and Warren's uh, Annette Benning. Life itself. His therapist. Life itself. Life itself. Oh, name a third movie with <laughs> Samuel third L. Jackson. Movie with Sam Jackson is. Um, I can see him in all those sort of villain parts he did. At he's in every movie. Star Wars. No. No. Not in the Star Wars. Well, might have been in one of the Star Wars movies. I don't know. There's 25 and. <laughs> yeah, he was in Star Wars. My favorite is Manny Patinkin trying to figure out the name of the movie he was in. Yeah. I was in that movie yeah, with I was, him. I was in that movie. Oh, no, what's it called? Who was in it with me? That guy that I like. Oh, 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 oh. What was that movie I was in? He, so, but if you re, if you go back and listen to that, Manny Patinkin actually didn't answer one of those questions. No, not at all. Not at all. So Somebody else answered them for him. His son is going to continue with this wave because... I hope so. Because it's just so entertaining. I hope they're taking requests. Right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. But Mandy Patinkin, go back, play this again for me, because there's one point where Mandy Patinkin um, is trying to think of his own movie, and he can't, and then his son has to give him the answer. Name three movies starring Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, uh, Pinkett uh, with, with, yeah. um, with Tom, with, with the kid in Saturday Night Live. Wow. Um, <laughs> the guy, well, uh, was even. called with the... And, and, the, and the girl with the lipstick. <laughs> the girl with the lipstick. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Okay, that's one. Pulp Fiction. Oh, another movie. Sam Jackson. Jackson. I was in. I was in one with Sam Jackson. What? Um, with the, no, the one, the one with uh, you know, uh, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar played my son. Um, Oscar, uh, Oscar, uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac played yes. my son, yes. and and um, and and Warren's uh, Annette Benning, <laughs> like played itself? his therapist. 
Life itself? Life itself. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> 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 no. He doesn't, Manny Matinkin doesn't even know. He has no That's idea. So great. It's so great. But I really hope that his kid uh, his kid keeps on oh with this. Oh my God, me too. These are just glorious. <laughs> so good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's, uh, is it Tupac's birthday today? It is. It, it is, And huh? 50. Really, huh? Yeah. Uh, I want to play you this. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith celebrated what would have been Tupac's 50th. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, by reading a previously unreleased handwritten poem called Lost Souls, S-O-U-L-Z. Listen to this. Some say nothing gold can last forever. And to believe this, I need no proof. I've witnessed all that was pure in me and be changed by the evil men can do. The innocence possessed by children once lived inside my soul, but surviving years with criminal peers has turned my warm heart to cold. I used to dream and fantasize, but now I'm scared to sleep, petrified not to live or die, but to awaken and still be me. It is true that nothing gold can last. We will all one day see death. When the purest hearts are torn apart, lost souls are all that's left. Down on my knees, I beg of God to save me from this fate. Let me live to see what was gold in me before it's all too late. Um, This is part of the reason why Will Smith has been trending. Okay. Today. What was the relationship between, remind me and everybody else, the relationship between Tupac and Jada Pinkett? Um, they were best friends. Okay. And I believe they dated briefly, but yeah. remained friends throughout. Okay. Um, so Will Smith is trending. Right. Because of this letter that Jada's been hanging on to. Right. Forever. Hanging on to those old love right? letters. Huh? Yeah. And then like oh, reading Ron it out there. Re- oh, putting it out God. there. So somebody said, Will Smith has been Jada's rebound for nearly three decades now. <laughs> Another person wrote, Will Smith is the strongest man out there. Will Smith oh. is a multimillionaire still losing the affection of his <laughs> wife to a man who died 25 years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> Come on. That's Leave so alone. rough. I know. That's so rough. God damn. Um, <laughs> That's so rough. Uh, Will Smith is a classic example of why, quote, good guys are never really loved. They're used for what they have to offer. That's harsh, man. Yeah. Um, That's really harsh. So, and somebody else wrote, Will Smith's delivery every Tupac birthday. And it's a picture of a... Um, a transport truck right. driving on the road. And on the side of the truck, in all <laughs> red capital letters, it reads PAIN. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, it wasn't that long ago when it came to coronavirus. If you even suggested that it was created in a lab and somehow got out, mm-hmm. first of all, you were called racist. Even tweeting that, you would get your Twitter account suspended. Yeah. You couldn't even couldn't even think it. But now all these reports that are coming out. Well, this is the thing is that it should have been this way from the beginning. John Stewart, so good to see John Stewart back. Every now and then John Stewart pops back up and you realize how much you miss John Stewart. So John Stewart was on Colbert last night. Oh, great. Okay. Amazing. Talking about just that. The 
lab leak theory. And listen to John Stewart go off. I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> There's a chance that this was created in a lab. There's an investigation. A chance? Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh my if God. there is evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I a novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask I, those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. And it's the only place to find bats. You won't find bats Nobody anywhere else. Like saying oh, why. wait, Austin, Texas has thousands of them that fly out of a cave every night. Every night at dusk. Is there a, a coronavirus, an Austin coronavirus? No, it doesn't seem to be an Austin coronavirus. <laughs> the only coronavirus we have is in Wuhan. Yes. Where they have a lab called, what's the lab called again, Stephen? The Wuhan what? Novel Coronavirus Lab. I believe that's uh -huh. the case. Wow. Wow, he just went all in. <laughs> Yo, I love John Stewart. Yeah, but you would get, and I mean, not that long ago, like within two months ago, sure. if you even put this on Twitter, you would get your account suspended. Yes, because it was only three weeks ago that Wall Street Journal or The Times yeah, or somewhere. But it's been this way forever. It's Where it was just, suspected, yes. Yeah, but it's, but it's all, we always should have been able to ask these questions. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they determined no because it was racist to even suggest it, even though all the information at the very beginning should have been questioned. Mm -hmm. And it's only now that you're actually allowed to say this stuff publicly without losing your social media platform. You would get completely deplatformed. If you put this on Facebook, you wouldn't have Facebook within 24 hours. So John Stewart. Right? Just spitting facts. Yeah, it's fun. Getting it out there. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Logan, what's going on, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Sorry, I thought you were a guy. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I just uh, fixed my life. I just <laughs> It's okay. I get it all the time. <laughs> I apologize. That was rude. No worries. Uh, welcome to it. Uh, what's going on with you? Uh, so basically, my parents just had a messy separation, and I feel like I'm right in the middle of all of it. Yeah, you wrote it. says, Rosimo could fix my life. Um, your dad isn't exactly making things easy for your mom to move out uh, with peace, and she's he's acting like a total ass. He hasn't taken any responsibilities for his actions throughout this process. Plus, I feel like I'm right in the middle of the entire thing. Help. How old are you, Logan? I'm 23. And what happened between, like, are you okay saying, like, what happened between your mom and dad? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a long time coming. I mean, my, you know, my dad just wasn't showing up really as a husband anymore. And my mom took a lot, took a lot of responsibility on. So finally it led to, you know, her finding some text messages with another woman. And I think that was the breaking point. Mm -hmm. 
And you're right in the middle of all this, right? Yeah, I mean, when my mom found out, obviously, you know, we had some suspicions. So I I knew about it. Um, and, you know, I understand I'm 23. Things don't work out. I just want them both to be happy. But it's just like, how do I keep that relationship with both of them and drop that resentment kind of t- toward my dad? Uh, do you have any siblings? I do. I have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. How old is he? He's going to be 21 this year. Okay. And how's he doing with all this? Um, To be honest, he's a little quiet. He doesn't yeah. really talk much to me about how he feels. Um, You know, I always tell him I'm there for you. You know, you understand this is going on, but... You know, he hasn't really expressed how he's feeling towards me. I think it, you're in a you're in a tough spot because you're you're an adult, right? Yeah. Um, and so you're not you're not a kid. And what you wind up having as a young adult when your parents split up is they both you become less of their kid and more of their sort of confidant. Yeah. And you wind up sitting in sessions with your dad and your mom where really all you're do all they're doing is bouncing things off you where they just trash the other person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and that puts you in a really difficult spot. And I think that you you can totally be there for them and be there for your mom, but I don't think it's it's out of this world to set some boundaries and lay some ground rules down. And you know, just, you can don't let your mom just sit there and talk your ear off, and don't have these long conversations about how awful your dad is. Right, um, it's not going to do anybody any good. And you got to tell your dad the same thing. Now, your dad wasn't just showing up for your mom. Your dad also wasn't showing up for you. You know, yeah, and, and, exactly. and, and, and getting your mom out of that house and sort of getting her life together is only half of the work that your dad has to do to start repairing relationships. And he's got to start repairing relationships with you and, and, and your, and your brother. He can't just pretend like your mom is the only one that got hurt and she's the only one that he needs to sort of move away from or, or, or work on, but he's got to right. work on the relationships of both of you guys. And I think that that's, that's what a lot of your conversations with your dad have to be. Are you right. still still at home? Uh, like you and your brother still at home with yeah, your mom? We're actually yeah, we're left, we're with my mom. Okay, I think um, to go along with what Roz is saying, I think you and your brother have to have this conversation, um, be on the same page with this right. with each of your parents because you don't want you know you having the conversation with them, and then they're like, okay, cool, like fine, I won't have this conversation with Logan, but the younger brother, right? They may start right. unloading uh, their feelings onto him, which again isn't fair to him either exactly yeah so i i think that that's you have to have some difficult conversations with both your mom and dad it doesn't mean you can't be there for your mom of course right Right. but you you can't be the one that she turns to when she needs to vent about your dad right um it, it just it just puts you in such a such a bad such a bad spot you know yeah her husband walked out but your dad walked out you know yeah you're, you're you know her husband let her down but your dad let you down and, yeah. and and you're dealing with your own thing. She may have got it the worst out of all of you as far as the, the sort of, you know, betrayal goes. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's still it still crushes you as well. And and I think that she needs to know that she needs mm-hmm. to know that she's not the only one you know that's going through this. And your dad needs to know that he's got a lot of work to do. Like if he thinks that he's just going to walk out, yeah. you know, on your mom and then sort of start this new life and everything's going to be cool with you. That's not the case. Like he's got exactly. he's, he's got work to do with you and you need yeah. to, you need to let him know that he's got work to do with you now at the same time i don't think that it's uh out of place or i don't think that it would be a bad thing for you to suggest to your mom because if she is trying to have these conversations with you so much obviously there's a lot on on her mind and a lot that she wants to say to maybe suggest to her hey why don't you speak to someone 
That's not yeah. me. And not I, I don't mean like a, a friend or anything like that, but a professional, right? She's yeah, going exactly. through all the emotions and everything um, yeah. that if she needs help processing and going through this and figuring out the emotions and getting everything off of her chest, I don't think that uh, it would be a bad thing to suggest that maybe she speak to somebody about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate the help, guys. Thanks nope. Yeah, of course. Advice. No problem, love. You take care, Logan. Thank you, guys. You too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I was, why am I still sweating? Oh, it's probably from the shot. You're always hot. I know. No, I'm not always hot. I'm just always sweating. Mm. Ever since I started getting vaccinated. Yeah. I'm sweating like crazy. You mean okay? I'm sweating now. Oh, you need a towel. Like my back is wet right now. No, it's not. Yeah. Like soaking through your shirt? No, like I'm sweating right now. Like I'm, I'm sticky right now. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I've been sweating a lot. It's just, uh, it's just that time yeah. of year, I guess. Because we're all double vaxxed now. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, vaxed right? And waxed and waxed. And waxed. So, Shem, you got the what and the what? Double Pfizer. Double Pfizer. Yes, More, you got the what and the what? Double Modern. Oh, double Dern. Got the Dern. And uh, me and Mocha got uh, a Z Pfizer. Yeah, got the Mix. I'm looking forward to years from now when they start really analyzing people's vaccination passports of what you and I are not going to be able to do. What are you talking about? And I'm fine about? with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, because you don't like doing stuff anyway. I don't like doing stuff anyway. But I'm fine if they say, you know, that we can't do certain things in life because we're not pure. We don't have the the double Derna, oh, the double no. Pfizer. I'm looking no. forward to that. No, yeah, that's not going to yeah, happen. I am. You'd Out be surprised. Out of everyone You'd in be this room, based on studies um, that they did like in Spain and the UK and, and everywhere else, you and I have... The most protection out of everyone. Yeah. The mix of nah, AZ and Pfizer. So far, according yeah. to like, because the unfortunate part is that we're they're all just, living through this while the research is happening. They're so that research do, may, may change, right? They're trying to do everything they can to make people not be pissy about having AstraZeneca. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Right? They're doing everything they can. <laughs> I saw the prime minister at the, the G7. He doesn't have two shots, right? He's got one shot. Yeah. And he I came saw back- him out there partying. With no mask on, putting his arm around people, taking pictures. He came back to Canada. Did he quarantine for two weeks? He's quarantining for two weeks. Did he quarantine when he got there for two weeks? That I don't know. No. But you know what's so funny? In the news story, they had to point out the fact that he checked into a three-star hotel. Yeah. Yeah. To show that he's like the rest of us. Please. (laughs) See those pictures, though? (laughs) Like no mask, hanging out, super close. Yeah. Come on. It's like when you go to a convention in Vegas for the weekend. Jackass. Exactly. It's like exactly. I know you just lose all sense yes, of normalcy. Ev- everything. So yeah. Like one day you're a vacuum salesman, the next day you're a pimp. Yeah. It's like how does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Completely right. It's like how did I go from this to this? Yeah. You know, it just got you. It just gets you. Uh, no, but side effects for you, Mocha, after having the uh, Pfizer as your second shot. The only thing I felt was just super tired. That's I didn't it. get. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. a fever. Uh, I didn't have chills. I didn't get anything. Nothing. It was just like exhaustion. That yeah. was pretty much it. I was just tired. My arm didn't even get sore. Oh no. No, oh. nothing. Like I didn't feel anything put, uh, even on my arm. I did. I, I still feel a little bit. Which is such a drastic change from my but first I, round. I started putting like metal objects to my arm to see if it would stick. Did it? No, nah, it didn't. Oh, it didn't, huh? No. It probably hasn't worked its way. Magnetizing hasn't worked its way through yet. Uh, side effects for you, Boar? Oh, I was hit by an F-150. What does that mean? It's the only name of a truck I know. Okay, like, I was hit by a truck. Like, I just had like the flu. I had the chills. I had fever. 
I can't move my arm past, like, you know, my shoulder. Right, so you But you gotta... couldn't move your arm past your shoulder anyway, before the shot. But it didn't hurt when I tried. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Sham, any, what were your side effects? Just remain good looking, man. That's yeah, it. that's so, it? No, honestly. Um, no, just tired, honestly. I mean, I've yeah. been tired for the last, like, four days or so, and I got mine on really? Friday. Yeah, that's yeah. like me. I'm just sweaty. Uh -huh. I'm just sweaty, like clammy, I'm sticky. Damn. And I know it's only from those shots, right? Damn. Which I can deal with that. Right, but like my thighs are sweaty. Like, when do your thighs get sweaty? Like, I can feel oh. my thighs sweaty right now. Oh, that's weird. Like, who sweats from their thighs? Yeah, no. And that was the first place to start sweating this morning. Really? Yeah. Thighs? Yeah. I put my arms on my thighs, and I'm like, why am I? am this like weird. Stop trying to be less attractive. The, the hair. I know, Mar. It's very <laughs> difficult. Believe me. It's so. I spent my whole life trying to be less attractive. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, America's most popular vegetable. No, it's not hot dogs. I looked. No, it's not French fries. I looked. Is so, it is it ketchup? No, actual vegetables. So they did a poll, and I was shocked, shocked. And it's it's and, and the number one vegetable in America is consistently oh. the number one vegetable in America. Carrots. Incorrect. They Bru are number two. Brussels sprouts. Incorrect. What? Don't Beans. E don't even rate. Incorrect. Beans? Beans are number one. Nope. The number one vegetable, although it dropped 23% from 2019. Is it like eggplant or something? Carrots are making a comeback. Uh -huh. uh, more people said carrots this year than they did in the past two years, although carrots still oh. are not number one. Lettuce. Incorrect. Oh, green, red, or yellow peppers. Green, red, or yellow peppers. Incorrect. Oh, my God. Yeah. Broccoli. Oh, gross. Gross. Yeah. Right? <laughs> not, not Broccoli's not number one. Yeah, I mean, it's good for you uh, whenever blah, I saw blah, that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay, fine. But it sucks. Yeah. Right? Like, you have to eat it, but broccoli sucks. Uh -huh. But broccoli is the number one, hands down, pants down, still vegetable in America. I had cream of broccoli soup yesterday. Number three on the list. So it goes broccoli, carrots, yeah. and then... Beans. Incorrect. Zucchini. No, corn. <gasps> no. Corn, I yes. Love yeah. corn. Who says, oh, my God, <laughs> I love corn. I know. You like some it's, weird stuff, like, bro. I know. You just got horny over corn, <laughs> man. That's like super weird, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a change.org petition to not allow Jeff Bezos, the soon-to-be former CEO of Amazon, mm -hmm. a petition to not allow him back down to earth. Oh, shut up. People are so mean. He, I mean, I know the guy's kind of an a-hole. Once he gets but, into that rocket that yeah. goes out into space, and over 10,000 like, people have signed. Like, cut the tether? Yeah. Just, like, let him float? Just let him and his Come brother on. and whoever that next person is um, that bought the extra seat off that sure. auction for, what is it, like 20 or 40-something million bucks? Yeah. Yeah, I like how everybody hates Jeb Bezos until y'all need a new spatula during COVID. Oh, yeah, prime. Right? You know what I mean? You order by 10 and it shows up at your door by 1 in the afternoon. I, I hate that we need them that much. Bruh. Drives me nuts. I love Amazon so much. Yeah, you do. Eh? You're, you're oh, full on. Yeah. I am all in. Renew my... If they gave... If they yeah. had, like, a lifetime subscription yeah. to Prime, yeah. I would sign up. You would, huh? Yeah. What would you pay? What is it now? I don't even know. What do you pay for Prime? Do I have Prime? You have Prime? Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. How else do you watch all the Amazon Prime shows? Oh, is that it? That's the same account? Bro, are you brand new? What do you mean? You don't know what you pay for things? Bro, I have no idea. You just sign up and, like, here's my credit card? Yeah. I pay, no, for, I pay for all the things. Yeah. I have no idea what any of them cost. 
You do don't? I, okay, so you, you tell me this, right? Okay, so here's what I here's what I have. Okay. Wait, did you do do you do um, monthly subscription or do you do the yearly? That's a really great question. How like, can for you example, live your life not knowing how much you spend on things? Huh? Uh, wrong convo to jump into, <laughs> yeah, Maury. Thanks, more. Out of anyone in this room, everybody in this room, you yeah. are the last person to talk about finances. Yeah. Okay. So here's what here's what I you want to know the the subscriptions that I have. Tell me. Okay. I'll try and do my best. Okay. Okay. So and I, I'll tell you whether or not they have yearly or monthly, and you tell me. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you, do you still pay I for don't. the gym membership? Um. Which one? No, no, the no. The one that you just pay and don't go. <clears throat> no, I got rid of that a couple of years ago. No, I paid for a gym membership for about 12 years that I never went to. <laughs> like, right. ever. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. Because they had a good deal when you signed up. It was a great deal when I signed up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it, was like, it was like $35 a month. Yeah. Right? Who gets that kind of gym membership? Uh, so I couldn't I know, let it go. It was, it, was, it was too good of a deal to let go. Yeah. But I never went to the gym. Yeah, just right? in case. Just if hey, you never know. I could use it now. Uh, okay, so so here's what here's what I have. Okay, the okay. subscriptions that I have. Yeah. So I have um, Apple Music. Okay. I have Apple TV. Right. Yeah. Whatever that like the where I can watch Ted Lasso. Uh huh. Okay. And then I have. Did you bundle that? So, you paid, so it's cheaper. No. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't so know. probably. Not. Okay. So and then I have Amazon Prime apparently, yes. which I love. Um, <laughs> and I have um, Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then I pay for a VPN. Yeah. And then I have Netflix. Yes. And then I have uh, Spotify. Yeah. And I have Google Music, which is now YouTube Music, which I pay for, and I haven't even looked at it yet. Okay. Um, and then I have... Um, what other ones are there? Oh, Dollar Shave Club. I don't have that. Not that. I don't have that anymore. What is it, Shem? Crave. Crave. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. What am I? Yeah. Chump. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have. I have. I have Crave. Uh huh. I have. Um. Geez. You name it. I pay for it. Right. Like you name it. I have the service. I don't like not having one of them. Right. Like at all. I you have not, to have all. Of, I'm not comfortable in any way with not having all one of them. In. All of them. Like yeah. I need to have all of them. Now, whether I pay monthly or whatever, like I assume that everything still costs the same amount as it did when I signed up, which is seven bucks. No, absolutely it not. Does Disney not. Plus. No. Oh, yes. And I have Disney Plus. Yeah. Thank you. Which is yearly or no, they have monthly or you can do the yearly okay. and the yearly I'll is take your cheaper. word for it. I signed up for the yearly. You did? Yes. yes. I okay. do cheaper. monthly. It's easier to digest. It is. Um, what, it but is. then you end up paying more yes. yeah, but it's, at but, the end of the year. But think about every paycheck that comes out, not all at once. To look at you, Maury, I would think that you would think that nothing was easy to digest. I would say that digestion is quite a problem for you. Hold on a you. second. Hold on. <laughs> Nine one one. Do you have an emergency? Yeah, Dan Moy got burned real bad. <laughs> All right, help is on the way. <laughs> no, that was so savage. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. People are into some weird stuff, man. Every day I get reminded that people are into some weird stuff that for they example? pay for. So when I say fetish videos, I don't necessarily mean something that is of a sexual nature. A fetish can be a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. I want to play this clip of a model named Sydney Joe who does stuck videos. Huh? Stuck videos. 
Stuck. S-T-U-C-K. Yes. Stuck. Stuck videos. Okay. And, I've never heard of this before. Okay. And what these videos are, and people do them, is they will live stream and people pay during the live stream to watch somebody get themselves stuck in something and then watch them get unstuck. So like a magician? So they'll like put their leg between two bars of like a railing, squish it in there, yeah. and then not be able to get it out. And then they'll live stream themselves, like oiling up their leg and like twisting it around and contorting it until they're free. And people are into this? People a lot of people are into this. A lot of people are into this. So this is a woman named Sydney Joe who got stuck in a folding lawn chair. Oh my god! Okay? okay, and then was live streaming it, and then couldn't get out. Yeah, and then they had to come. Like the firefighters had to show up. Oh no! And cut her loose. Listen to this. For the last thirty minutes, I have been trying to get unstuck out of this metal chair, and you're probably just like sucking as hard as you. I literally can't it's on my tailbone and my pelvic bone i don't know how i got in i'm filming this for a video obviously so she okay. didn't try to use like oil or anything like so yeah but she managed to get like she managed to get okay so you know a folding chair yeah. right was okay. she fully clothed Yes. She oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. She's wearing okay. like, like tights and like a T-shirt. Okay, yeah. So she, you know, a folding chair, right? Uh -huh. So when you take the folding chair and then you sort of turn it sideways so the legs are pointed at you, uh -huh. there's crossbars on the front legs and the back legs. Okay. okay. And it's a small little space in there. Yeah. She climbed inside there and then pulled it up like she was pulling on pants and got her butt stuck in the tiny little hole at the top. Like she got stuck inside a folding huh. chair. Now, do you think she really got stuck? Yeah, 100% I do. And this wasn't just for the views for TikTok? Well, here's the other thing is that people were paying $2 a minute to watch this all go down. Oh, damn. Okay. Really? Yeah. And this took what? How long? She was stuck for a half hour. So I don't and know how not, long. And that's on top of however long it was she was on TikTok <laughs> before doing this. And however long she was standing there while the firefighters came in with a saw to cut her out. What a waste of time, too. Stuck videos. I had no idea this was the thing. Like, at all. Stuck videos. People pay $2 a minute to watch somebody get themselves stuck in something and then try and get hmm. themselves But I guess unstuck. it would be like going to a magic show, right? But there's no trick. A magic show, there's there's a no, solution to the I problem. Know, but like you're 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 watching the show to see the outcome, to see how they do this. Obviously, this we know how she got into the chair. We just didn't know how she was going to get out, and then eventually, firefighters. I, had to I show think up. it's the opposite of magic. I think people watch somebody to get stuck in something that they can't get themselves out of. Nobody wants to see the trick on how to get out. And that's where the entertainment is. You want to see somebody get stuck to the point of where they have to call the firefighters to come and get you out. I got to hear this again. For the last 30 minutes, I have been trying to get unstuck out of this metal chair. And you're probably just like sucking as hard as you... I literally can't. It's on my tailbone and my pelvic bone. I don't know how I got in. I'm filming this for a video, obviously. Hello. Oh, you did get a suck on you, didn't you? Oh, my God. Uh, 
Just that noise right there? Too risky. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? Hi, it's Sarah. What's going on, Sarah? Uh, I'm just calling to congratulate Roz and Maury. On? Roz and Dan and Maury. For what? For becoming a joint family now. What are you talking about, woman? Um... I am a breeder from Delilah's Poodle Doodles, and I bred Andy Monroe. Yeah. And I now just bred your new fur sister, and I wanted to phone to congratulate you. I don't know what you're talking about. What's happening? You just got a new fur sister. She was born uh, two days ago. Uh, okay, uh, listen, you dog people need to stop it with the fur baby, fur sister, fur brother thing. So it's your, weird. your mom got a dog. I guess. And He's getting one. Doesn't it even was just know. born. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. My mom used to have a dog. She had uh-huh. a shih tzu, yeah. right? Which I love saying. Um, and my brother did not get along well with this dog. Oh, no. Yeah, because my brother actually started calling the dog um, his sister because the, my mom treated the dog better than my brother, he felt. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was Christmas one year. And my, the dog always got like a little bit of a treat after Christmas mm-hmm. dinner, right? And so my mom said to my brother as we were all cleaning up, hey, can you give uh, Jade the dog a little bit of turkey in her bowl, mm-hmm. right? And then so my brother does that and my mom comes walking back into the kitchen and she looks at the bowl and she goes, what, she's not good enough for the white meat? <laughs> my mom got pissed at my brother because my brother gave the dog the dark meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that dark meat's delicious. So you, you know who's not happy that my mom's got a dog that's two oh, days old today? no. Yeah, my brother. Well, uh, you guys should be so happy because he is, she is going to be related to, or she is related to... Um, Andy Monroe, and and now you guys, it's the joining of your families, and I know that Maury has definitely <laughs> wanted this for a while. God, no, oh no, this Play is days. this is what happens when <laughs> this is what happens when Maury inserts itself into your life. Yeah, big time. It's the, yeah, you wind up you wind up having people call Wait, you up saying that you're related. I have a now. question for everybody in the room. Yeah, and maybe you can answer this question as well. It's Sarah, right? Yes. Um, how did Roz's mother end up finding you? For oh, through, this new through dog, Maury. through Maury, so it was yeah. Yes. Because my follow up was, was Maury, are you the one that put Roz's mom in touch with Sarah? Of course I did. She was having issues finding uh, an ethical breeder. Yeah, and um, as Maury knows, I'm all about ethical, and uh, I breed with morals. Um, there's a lot of people out there that don't have have those in the breeding world, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, Maury knows exactly what I'm about, and he definitely recommended me. Um, so does the dog have a name yet, or I guess that's up to my mom, right? No, that's up to your mom. Right. Um, she has a little nickname. There's a, there's, there's a couple of choices that she has, but she has uh, a nickname right now. It's, it's a candy bar themed, so there's uh, there's another little puppy Big in the Turk? litter that looks exactly like <laughs> no, Skittles? there's Skittles? one that looks like oh. Andy. Oh, oh no! There's what? There's a little boy that looks like Andy, and his name, his nickname is Hershey. But Ew. she's getting a little girl. Oh, okay, what's that nickname? Um, there's a couple of them. There's Baby Ruth. Oh. Um, there's Reese. There is uh, I can't think of all of them right now. But oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's Smarties. Skittles is one. Skittles is one. Snickers. Three, you ever call a dog Three Musketeers? No. That's very difficult to say. <laughs> all right. Well. Okay. Well. Uh, congra- guess- congratulations on all the 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 baby dogs. That sounds great. I'm sure my mom's going to be happy. 
Um, and uh, that's awesome. I'm sure that my mother and Maury will have tons to talk about when it comes <laughs> when to... When we're over for Christmas dinner. Oh, for God's sake, don't even, don't even do that. My I mo- don't want to deprive our children. <laughs> See, this is why you stop calling them babies. No. Okay? This is why. Stop and contributing Maury, to Maury's this. Maury's going to be demanding she the white meat, too. Uncle Andy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Thank You're you, Sarah. Worst. Thank you, Sarah. No problem, guys. All right, Have love. a great day. Take, Take care. Bye bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. We were talking about you and I because you got you and I got AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca, mm-hmm. right? And then second dose for you, Pfizer. Second dose for me, Pfizer. Yeah. The Shem got. Pfizer, Pfizer. Pfizer, Pfizer, baby. Pfizer, Pfizer. Maury got double Derna. Yeah. And we were saying, I can't wait to start looking forward to all the sort of things in life throughout the years that you and I are not going to be able to do because we had the, the dirty, filthy AstraZeneca. Yeah. Right? Let me read you this headline. Oh, so, no. Yeah. What? Bro. Okay. What? So Broadway shut down during COVID. Broadway's yeah. still not back open again. The big show that's going to reopen Broadway is Bruce Springsteen's going back to Broadway. Okay. Okay. Now, in order to and he's attend, be there? In order, he's gonna... in, yeah, in order to attend Bruce Springsteen's show on Broadway, yeah. they need proof of vaccinations. Okay. But they need proof of USDA approved vaccines in order to attend the show. Okay. So what's the problem? Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Pfizer. Yeah. And Moderna. Okay. Oh, they never AstraZeneca approved AZ. AZ is not approved. So we can't go see the boss? You cannot go see Bruce Springsteen. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> so what now? Not that you want to go see Bruce Springsteen. No, but now I'm outraged because right. I'm yes. happy. Even though I don't want to go. Thank you. But I'm outraged that I can't go. Thank you. Wait, but I can go. You can go. Yeah, you can. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, you can go. You and Shem could go together. Let's go. I mean, you Day can't. Night, I mean, you, I mean you, you can't. You can't travel anyway. No, uh, not at all. But like, it doesn't really matter. But is this the beginning of what it's going to be? Hold me back from the boss, right? Is this the beginning of what it's going to be? What happens at Disneyland? Yeah, but if it was right? approved in Canada and you have your forms from Canada, they have doesn't to matter. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. They need a U.S. approved vaccine. Yeah. And AstraZeneca wasn't approved in the U.S. Well, they're going to have to fix that and accept something that was approved for where you live. No, they're never going to do that. They don't have to. No, but that's that doesn't make any sense, though. If it was if it was approved here and you go there, they can't deprive you of going to on the sure rides. They sure they can. They can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. Because you, you follow the hear, rules here. No, yeah, no, no. you did follow you the rules hear, here. Did you guys hear that story of the woman who's trying to, she flew from, She's from Canada. Yeah. Went to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Flew from Puerto Vallarta back to uh, to the States, to Buffalo, right. I believe. Yeah. Tried to cross the border into Canada. And because she didn't have a negative COVID test originating from the States, she had one originating from Mexico. Yeah. They still find her. She walked across the border. She took a cab to, I guess, an area where you can walk across. Yeah. And she got picked up and got fined, like over 6000 bucks. So it doesn't really? matter... Like, she still got a negative COVID test. Yeah. It just didn't originate in the U.S. Yeah. Well, maybe there's some things here you could do. 
No, but I'm just saying, man, I'm not making light of this more. I'm like, this is like a thing. Yeah. Like, this is going to be a thing. Forever. It may be. I don't know. And I don't want to put panic in, but like, well, listen, I got the AstraZeneca. You got the AstraZeneca. Everybody, yeah. you know, our age got the AstraZeneca. I'm not. I was talking to Arlene Dickinson yesterday from Dragon's Den, uh-huh. who uh, she's awesome. Arlene, is she Arlene investing in the show? No, Arlene Dickinson is the only person I've ever talked to who got double AZ. Oh, really? Yeah, Arlene Dickinson got Astra. She feels great. I yeah. mean, she's not, nothing's going to be, she's the best, right? Fred Penner got double AZ. F- did he really? Yeah. yeah. Fred Penner, Arlene Dickinson, me and you can't go see Bruce Springsteen <laughs> on, on, on Broadway. Right? <laughs> now we got to make first other all, plans. First of all, that would be a hell of a road trip. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but the headline in the I say, st- I say Fred falls asleep first. <laughs> yeah, <in the> totally. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Have you been snacking more during all of this nonsense we've been going through? Oh my god! Um, I think I got it under control at the beginning of the pandemic. Absolutely. Yeah. Snacking and drinking. So the question is: Did you get your snacking habits from your parents? As far um, as as far as your love for snacks, or as far as what you snack on, absolutely not. You mm. do not, Maury. No, my dad loves chips, whereas I love popcorn and chocolate. You like sweet. Your dad likes salty. Yeah, basically, um, right. You yeah. know what? Maybe my mom likes chocolates, yeah. and I love chocolate. Really? Huh? So I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, I got chips from my mom, definitely. Yeah. We, I, I, we always had chips in the house, like always had chips in the house. Yeah. I told you about the big box we used to have in the basement, right? In the furnace room. I don't Is know it the bag. Yeah, I don't know where my dad right. got it, but he uh-huh. came home one day with a box. And when I say box, I mean the size of a box that you would like if you if you bought a new dishwasher, like that size of a Jeez. box. Okay, uh, made a deal. Yeah, <laughs> so it was that size of a box, like a, a dishwasher size box. What and would you in, do? Just and scoop inside, it? and inside that dishwasher box was a giant plastic bag, uh-huh. and inside that plastic bag was full of chips. It was the equivalent of 250 large bags of chips. Like this Amazing. thing was, this thing was huge. You're the best dad. Yeah, Did you and, use a dustpan to like no, scoop it up? You would just go down with a bowl yeah. and just scoop, right? Done. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> right? So we always had chips in the, in the house, except for like after a couple of weeks it got stale and then you would just put them in a microwave for a couple of seconds and put ketchup on the side. I don't um, know what my mom's snacking habits were. No, well, do you know... Do you know what your mom's hair color was? No. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at she, I'm dying over there. <laughs> um, so uh, so they, they say that you get your snacking habits from your parents. And yeah. I want to go through a bunch of snacks here that people say are still their number one snack as an adult huh. that they had when they were a kid. Chocolate. Okay. Uh, chocolate is number eight on the list. What? Ice cream. Ice cream is not on the list. Candy, Candy? like Twizzlers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, like Fuzzy Peach. Like a Fuzzy Peach? Oh, have you had Fuzzy Peach? Um, not on the list. So, oh, okay. Really? So, number one is cookies. Uh, where's chips? Chips is number two. Cookies is cookies. too vague. Cookies yeah. is more than chips? Cookies is more than chips. Wow. Uh, number three is popcorn. Yeah. Yes. Uh, number four is pretzels. Uh, number five is corn chips. Num- okay. Number six is cheese. Oh, no. Number seven is cured meats, like, would- like a Slim Jim. I don't think you can put cured meats and cheese on the same list as, like, pretzels Number and chocolate. Number eight was chocolate. Number nine was olives. Gross. Gross. Ew. No. 
Right? snacking on Can olives. Can you imagine putting a movie on? No. And going to the kitchen. Honey, grab the olives. <laughs> right? <laughs> Feeling snackish. That's <laughs> so disgusting. And uh, number 10 was, <laughs> was fresh fruit. <laughs> we, Nobody wants to... I know. I know it's good for you. I'm not dissing fruit. I Thank love fruit. You. Thank Everybody you. Everybody loves You're missing fruit. so but many that, things. But that's not a snack. That's not a what snack. What about cotton no. candy? No. Fresh fruit is the snack when you say, Ma, can I have some chips? And she goes, no, you can have apple. Yeah. Right? That's, uh, when, that's when fresh fruit becomes a snack. Yeah. What did you say? Cotton candy? Yeah. Who has, who has cotton candy around? Yeah. <laughs> cotton candy is something you eat like once every other year. Yeah. <laughs> you live at the circus? <laughs> yeah. Nobody has, <laughs> nobody has cotton candy around. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast i've never seen somebody in my lifetime anyway flip their career their entire career the way the rock has to explore whether people actually want him to run for president after watching season one of the young rock Mm -hmm. that is all that was That was an exploratory mission. Just to see how people would react. To get people used to it. Mm. To get people used to it. To get people over the shock. If you sort of serialize it and fictionalize it, people watch it and they watch The Rock, who they love. And in that show, it's The Rock running for president and telling sort of his life story. And The Rock knows show business so well that how do you sort of tell that story and get that message and try and figure out if people are into it? Well, you make a television show about it. And But is The Rock the type of person that is going to be able to handle people hating him as well? I don't think that matters right now. What I think matters is the interest because his people are working overtime. So People Magazine just released... You know, they do like the most beautiful people every year. The Rock's been that. And then they do like the best dads and the Rock's been that. And then they do like the best girl dads and the Rock's been that. So People Magazine just released their list of the 100 reasons to love America. And Rock's on there? Number one. Stop it. (laughs) No, he's number one on the list. He's number one. My guy. And you know that the Rock's people are behind this. Of course. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like the Rock's people are one hundred percent. If you put the Rock at number one, we'll do this big Instagram thing. We'll I don't even think that. Pe- I don't even think it was People Magazine's idea. Oh, it was their idea. I think that this is the Rock's people coming and up with the idea. Be talking about it. Yes. So we're all the jabronis. So here's the Rock talking about being the number one reason to love America. I'm really quite proud to be on the cover of People Magazine's um, 100 Reasons to Love America. And <laughs> what I love most about America is. Me. Her resiliency. My life is, there's a term we have in Hawaii, it's called kai, and it is blessed, and that is, that is my life. My life is blessed, and I'm a lucky guy to be in the position that I'm in. Wow. Right. Have they ever done that list before, Maury? The 100 Reasons no, to I've, Love America? No, it's the I've, first time, right? Yeah. It has to be. I've never heard of this yeah, list yeah, before. Yeah, it's the I'm first time. for him. Well, first of all, you would never do this list during the last four years when Trump was in office. No, absolutely they're, not. They're, well, you just can't, right? Like, it was, it was just such a crap show. And no better person to have topped that list than The Rock. Yeah. 
yeah. because he is so universally loved yeah. or loved right across North America, yeah. basically. But it's uh, people are really going at this at a, at a different way. Um, and The Rock is he's he's his uh, like a good portion of his career. He's still doing movies and everything else. Yeah. But that entire television show and now stuff like this is absolute exploratory missions to gauge reaction if The Rock would seriously consider running for U.S. president. Ooh, baby. Absolutely. What'd you think of that list? It doesn't matter what you think, Jabroni. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Mick, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, how are you guys? Good, good, good. What's going on with you? So, I just moved into a new place, and the people upstairs are so loud. I don't know what to do. Oh, yeah, you were says, Roz and Mocha, Fix My Life. You wanted to reach out, because, yeah, you just moved into a new place uh, at the beginning of the month, and the upstairs tenants, your neighbors upstairs... Uh, mom, yeah. and th- mom and three kids are super loud, running al- running around, screaming, stomping, crying, you name it. Uh, you have a little one who sleeps uh, around 7 p.m. and can hear them on our baby monitor. Even the mom's footsteps are loud. How do I address this with the mom? This is a tough one because if this was like a, a, a neighbor who was cranking music or, you know, they bought a tuba or they just liked watching loud television, you can deal with that. But it's really difficult when you're asking another mom to shut her kids up. Now, is this yeah. um, like, are you living in an apartment or are you living, is this like a basement apartment? You're living in somebody else's home. Yeah, it's a basement apartment. So you're renting it from them? No, they're actually tenants as well. Okay. So yeah, it's just like one property and two separate units. Before you talk to the landlord, I would talk to them. And, okay. and it sooner is always better than later. Yeah. Because maybe maybe there is something she can do. And you can go up and talk to her sort of like mom to mom and say, hey, you know, here's the deal. You probably don't hear us because we live, you know, beneath you. And even if you do, maybe you hear the, the kid crying every now and then. You know, that's all good. Um, but where we are, this it's super loud. And I don't know if we can do something about the stomping or the unnecessary noise you understand regular kid noise mm-hmm. like you know you, yeah. you you get all that but there's just sometimes where it's unnecessary it seem it might seem unnecessary and also you know if if you can maybe keep a better eye on it you know between this time and this time so i've tried mentioning that to her like kind of oh. just in passing um and she kind of was just kind of like oh well like you know kids are kids and but like sometimes it goes into like 9 p.m oh no and does the baby wake 10. up yeah. and yeah like she'll like wake up startled because Aww. it's just like it's loud it's on the baby monitor right and yeah. i'm just like oh my god so we kind of just have to like lay with her until it <laughs> hopefully goes away but i don't I'm like i don't know how else to address it Cause she like she's like fully aware of it. She's like, oh, like you probably hear it so often, haha. Like I'm so sorry, and I'm like, yeah, but like you know, sometimes it's a little like loud after seven p.m. type of thing, and yeah. or after nine, and yeah, it's just like like I get it, they're kids, but it's how old are her kids roughly? Do you know? Uh, she's got two four year olds and one three year old. Oh, oh my wow, God. yeah. So that's yeah. warning all the time. And try to tell a four year old. There's no reason to. Right? Uh, yeah. stop running around or don't run as loud, right? Because like 20 seconds later, they'll just do yeah. the exact same thing again. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's Yeah, that's very difficult uh, because if they were seven, 
you could sit a seven-year-old down and say, hey, look, here's the rules. We got, we're not alone in this house. We got we to gotta be quiet. No more stomping. No more throwing yes. stuff around. Um, mom's going to call, hey, it's seven o'clock. You know, everybody's got to put the fluffy slippers on so we're not, you know, wreaking <laughs> havoc on the neighbors downstairs. But you can't do that with uh, with twin four-year-olds and a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. does, it just It's does, just it, going to be loud and stomping all the time. Yes. Now, did you know that this was the situation when you moved in? Not necessarily the noise, but did you know that there was somebody else living above you who had three kids under the age of five? No. You didn't? We just knew that the upstairs unit was taken and we didn't know by who. And your baby, uh, your only child or do you have more kids in the place? Uh, We've got two. Oh, okay. How old are they? Um, we've got a three-year-old and a three-week-old. Okay, so is, is the, how often is the three-week-old crying? Better now, I'll yeah. say, um, but it's usually throughout the day because he's sleeping more throughout the night. But uh-huh. yeah. Now, do you, do you think that those cries bleed up to the space upstairs and they're sort of dealing with the same thing you are, just in a different way with a different kid? That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, I'm, like, a little bit more empathetic about it, but it yeah. just... It's like, it's hard because it's just like a three-week-old compared to a three-year-old type of thing. Like, I don't know. Just- yeah. Are there, I, I think at this point, maybe, Mick, you're, you're, you're like super tired and you hear all of that upstairs and it's super annoying because at that time after seven o'clock, you're probably just trying to get your sanity back as well. Yes. You just need that, you know, couple of minutes of, of silence, a couple of minutes to yourself, right? Yes. Um, God, so- if I had to listen to that upstairs, I'd sell the two that I had. <laughs> so unfortunately i think you you're all living in in this one big house separate units and there are what now six children there who are all under the age of five yeah pretty much yeah it's tough i, I it's not an ideal situation but i don't know there's no fix for this mm-hmm. right there's no there, there's no solution that is going to make everybody happy because you're you're dealing with children at this point yeah. and your kids yeah. crying, their kids are stomping, you're all living in the same house. Like it's just, that's sort of just the way it is. Yeah, and you say yeah. to, to the other mom, like it's pretty loud, your kids are like running around, what can we do about this? But on the flip side, she could say, well, you have a newborn downstairs that's crying at all hours of the day and night. Can you do something about it, right? So you're just going to be yeah. in this never-ending, um, never-ending battle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- That's true. I don't know. I don't, there's no fix for this. There's no fix. The only thing that maybe you, you can, the conversation you can't say is, you know, is it possible that after seven, you know, maybe we, you know, you guys can sort of cool it down with the jumping and the yelling and the, the loudness, like during the day, I get it. Their kids, everybody's locked in their houses right now, but let's say, can we just say after seven that world that you'll like, you know, do me this favor. And uh, just sort of try to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I think going in there with something specific may help you out more than going in there just with a general complaint about the noise. I think that if you okay. go in with something specific and say, "Hey, seven seven p.m. plus," can we try to maybe um, cut it down a little bit? Okay. Thank you. Thank All right, you, guys. All, right. All the best and congratulations on the baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. Have you been keeping up with uh, Loki on Disney Plus? Watched it last night. Did you? Yeah. Okay, no spoilers. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I didn't watch it yet. Um, I'll probably watch it because I go to bed so early on uh, during the week. So I have to pretty much stay away from social media. But why don't you just watch it during the day? Thursday. Because my son, it's way too much. I wouldn't be able to to concentrate. My routine 
is I have a drink, yeah. I watch a show, and yeah. then I nerd out on explanation videos on YouTube. Fair enough. So I need like a full, I know the show is like almost an hour, but yeah. I need like an hour and a half of me time. Okay. Just straight yeah, watching. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair so enough. Fair I enough. save Fair that enough. for Friday nights. Um, but it leading up to when Loki was to come out, Everybody just assumed that it was going to be on, on Fridays, much like all the other Marvel shows, much yeah. like Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, everything else, right? Even Mandalorian, they released new all episodes Fridays. On, on, on Fridays. Uh, and then it was a couple of weeks before episode one dropped that they said, hey, we're doing this on Wednesdays. And the speculation after the trailer came out, because it all has to do with like timeline and stuff, right? They were like, oh, maybe this is kind of Disney's way of like for the nerds out there. Hey, we're screwing with the timeline a bit by dropping these episodes on Wednesdays. Uh, but apparently this has been such a big hit that according to Variety, Disney Plus has officially announced that Wednesdays are now the dates for all things being released minus really yeah listen to this according to an individual with knowledge of the situation the decision will apply to all scripted unscripted and animated series going forward disney plus original movies will continue to be released on fridays huh the move will officially take effect for all other disney plus shows aside from uh loki which obviously already started last wednesday so, premiere dates for multiple shows, including Monsters at Work, which is the new Monsters, Inc. Yeah. television show, uh, and then the Turner and Hooch TV show <laughs> that they have have now shifted to Turner new releases, uh, new episodes being dropped on Wednesdays. And also, it was announced that Loki is now just based on these two episodes, or I guess just based on the one episode, because this is all based on... Uh, the new episode only dropped yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the biggest Marvel series on Disney Plus. Is it really, huh? Already. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's I like uh, what they did. It's so different. There's a real sort of like retro feel to it too, oh, which time. is which is really which yeah. is really great. But uh, everybody in the show is fantastic. Uh, the, the most recent episode was incredible and mm. they're doing such a great job with the story. I'm not a fan of dropping things on Wednesdays because I'm sort of like you where if I have time on a Wednesday, I'll watch it. Yeah. But oftentimes I don't have time on on Wednesdays. Um, and the problem with that is it, you wind up having to now hide from spoilers for two days. Yeah. Until you can That's get to thing. until you can get to Friday. Uh-huh. It's a I'm not I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan of that. But if, if it listen, if it works for them. And I just think it's because everybody else drops on Fridays. I know. And there's so much content out there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's so there's there's an incredible amount of content. Um, but Loki is such a good show. Oh, and all these Disney um, Marvel shows, they wasted, like, no money in producing these things. Like, they use the same level of action, the same level of acting, the same level of effects that they do all the big movies. So everything matches. Yeah. You're basically watching a Marvel movie when you watch these Marvel shows. Well, I'd say the production value... Especially on Loki, like you want. I, I mean, again, yeah. I only watch episode one, right? But, but still, you're not. basically watching a movie, though. No, you are. You are, but you're watching a different movie. Mm-hmm. This is not the sort of massive effects-driven ships everything that you get in like the Marvel movies. But I will say um, this about Loki: is Loki's the first Marvel show that I've seen. WandaVision, yeah. I loved. 
Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I loved. Amazing. Loki's the first series that I watched where after watching the second episode, I wished it was a movie and not a TV really? show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that gives me so much hope. Yeah, okay, I, good, I, I wish it was a, I wish it was a movie. I wish yeah. it was like one of those like long, like 215 kind of kind of movies sure. where because the story's so interesting that I I'm desperate to see what the next episode has. Uh, so there you go. Disney Plus announced that uh, all scripted, unscripted, and animated series. Wednesdays. Yeah, will now be released on Wednesdays. Well, they can't do Thursday because of Jersey Shore. Oh. Right. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There is a soon-to-be bride who put up a posting on Facebook for people attending her wedding. Mm-hmm. And it's outrageous. And this thing went viral so quickly that she either made the posting uh, completely private so the public can't see mm-hmm. or removed it altogether because we can't find it anywhere. But good thing we had screen grabs that people were sharing. So what she did was post a gift list on Facebook for the guests, which was just packed with all luxury items. Like a registry kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. So if you were going to buy anything for us for this wedding, mm-hmm. those items must include, with no except, no exceptions, uh, either Gucci or Louis Vuitton purses, new floor tiles for the entire house, a new car, any high-class painting or decoration, or $400 in cash. The post continues to read, $400 or more in gift cards to the following places. Saks Fifth Avenue, although she wrote in the post, Fifth Saks Avenue. Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, Calvin Klein, Gucci, Whole Foods, Sprouts, whatever that is. And maybe even JCPenney and any KitchenAid appliance over $350. She also said that her guests must pick off of the list or, quote, consult, consult her first. And added, there are no exceptions. I am expecting everyone to spend at least $400. She also said that she will accept slightly lower amounts, but you have to ask her first. <laughs> so there was a $400 minimum? Mm-hmm. Jeez. I would not go to that That's wedding. extreme. I would cancel. I, here's my thing. This is, okay. It, it, comes to, it comes down to this. Hang on a second, Maury. You'll, you'll get your shot here. Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> also, I'd love to know her. It, it comes down to this. I would not be bothered by this because I would just never be friends with anybody who would ever ask anybody to right. do this. this I would know long way. before that this is not the person I want in my life, mm-hmm. let alone get an invite to the wedding. Floor right? tiles for the entire house. No, no, I, no, no. Bro, a new car. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, me, me and my husband really want that purse. Yeah. Right? A yeah. Gucci. Yeah, Maury. But if you do the cash thing, how much do you normally put down when you go to a wedding if you go with you and your partner, right? That's like, is it 100, 150 per plate? Something like that. Per yeah. plate? Who does this? Per plate? What does that mean, per plate? I mean, that's how we discuss it at home, going if we're both going. It's like per, per plate, I guess, right? Yeah. Traditionally, like the way people uh, talk about way they give gifts is you're basically paying for what the equivalent of that meal that you are getting. First of all, I've never been to a wedding where I got a $150 meal. Oh, yeah. No weddings. Okay. Like, no, that no. chicken and vegetables is not worth it. Uh, no, 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 no
No, regardless of what the caterer tells you or yeah. what they charge the couple, right? Uh, but the idea that you can put a minimum of $400 on somebody who's coming to your wedding, and that's the minimum. And like the minimum is $400 yeah. in cash or if you must, JCPenney gift cards. Right. If you must. Or Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom or Saks Fifth Avenue. God, that's a lot of money. Or Gucci. That's a lot of money. Or any KitchenAid appliance over three hundred. That's bucks. a lot of money. But like, do they like? Is this their friend group though? Like, that's my question. Is this like? Are they? Uh, is this like, like are a, all the friends douchebags? Like, this like as are well? they all just uh, rich douchebags? Assume absolutely. Yeah, like yeah, if but you, even still, if you're the type of person to throw a wedding and you're asking for a car and floor t- floor tile for your entire house, mm. and if you are going to give cash, it's a four hundred dollar minimum. All their friends are a holes too. Totally. You would think. But I would also think that if you're hanging out with people like that, you shouldn't have to send an email or sorry, an email. You shouldn't have to put a, a posting on Facebook. To everybody like this. That's how you people just, do weddings and You just stuff, assume though. that people will maybe like look at the gift registry rather than saying, hey, consult me no, first no, 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 before no. you do this. No, right? no, no, the, no, the, no, the cheapest no. way would be the $400 minimum cash because that purse is going to be $1,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you get judged, though. Like if you're the type of person that they were really banking on buying them that purse and you show up for $400, that's not good for the friendship moving forward. Yeah. They know. Or floor tiles? Like they, someone's going to buy floor tiles for your entire house? They know. They Please. know. You don't write that post without knowing who the floor tile people are, who the purse people are and oh, who yeah. the new car people are in your friend group. Did she give specifics right? for the floor tiles? Because I would just buy peel and oh, stick. You, you think that there weren't specifics? You think that she was like, if you must a $400 gift card to JCPenney and she didn't give specifics on floor tiles? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey Mocha. Yeah, man. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Jeffrey Tubin back on CNN. Uh, if you remember, Jeffrey Tubin was on a Zoom call with like a work Zoom call. And he thought that his Zoom was closed, that he had left the meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was not closed. He did not leave the meeting. And then he was, I guess, alone and had a hell of a morning. And decided to just do stuff, sure. right? Right? Like he's alone. He's alone. Why not? It's his house. It's, he's at home. Decided to do stuff. The stuff was caught on camera with his coworkers and colleagues all being able to see mm. what happened. And he was immediately fired from CNN as their legal analyst. Um, but uh, he has made his way. Not like to be clear. Not during yes. that meeting. We can see you're no, fired. No, no, that happened after it was mm. revealed what mm. had happened. Um, so he's back on CNN now. They welcomed him back, oh, and is. Uh, this is Jeffrey Tubin yesterday. To quote Jay Leno, "What the hell were you thinking?" Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much. I think one point, I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. But, you know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly 
confess, um, trying to be a better person. I mean, in therapy, oh. trying to do some public service. But I am trying to become the kind of person that people can trust again. Could you imagine if you had to do therapy in public service for that? You know what I mean? Like, I understand getting being at home. I understand getting caught. Mm. But you do, you just do that, yeah. right? And I then know. all of a sudden you got to go to therapy for it and you, like, talk about it yeah. and... They probably, CNN probably said to him, like, hey, man, we'll bring you back, but here's here's the steps that you got to go through. I am glad that Jeffrey Tubin's back. I don't think somebody should lose their life over over that. that, Uh, It it wasn't intentional, and we have to. Like, there's a lot of people who, there was a reckoning, and there was a lot of really awful people who did a lot of really awful things and got away with it for years, and the payback happened. Mm. And they got theirs. But Jeffrey Tubin's not that. And... He was at home. He thought the camera you know I mean? was off. He's not that. Like he's not a. He's not some pervert who you know seems to enjoy people watching. Yeah. That he's like, seem, hey, everybody, look at this. Yeah. That didn't seem like this is what had happened. Mm-hmm. So we have to. We have to allow people to make mistakes without taking their entire lives away from them. We have to. We have to live in that world. Yeah. We can't not. It's too sad. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Howie Mandel on Ellen today. Howie Mandel got the second vax. Well, what? He's fully vaxxed. Yeah. Fully vaxxed. Listen to this. Yeah, I got my second vaccine. And the side effects, they say that this doesn't happen to a lot of people. But um, I'm, I think what they said was 14 13% sexier now. I'm 13% <laughs> sexier after the second vaccine. Wow. Wow. Did you tell... I'm not, this is, I swear to God, this is not a filter. This is me. This is the glory and the sexiness of Howie Mandel. I was, I was feeling, look at that. Look at that. I love it. (laughs) So the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the f- series finale of Younger aired last night, and uh, show creator Darren Starr... Sorry, did you just say series? Uh, series finale. Yeah, it finished last night. Oh. They did like seven or eight seasons or something like that. Seven seasons. Yeah, so it went on a long I, time. I hadn't heard of this show yeah, until no. a couple of months ago. No, a lot of people just plowed through it in the last couple of months. Mm. But uh, the big question was, would they be spinning off Hillary Duff's character, Kelsey, mm-hmm. uh, to do her own show? That was There was a lot of talk about that, and a lot of people very excited. Uh, but uh, Darren Starr has finally confirmed that there would be no spinoff of Kelsey's character. What do you say, Maury? TV news? Yeah. I just saw on Instagram, Sarah Jessica Parker, they're at the Sex and the City house, and they've begun filming. They begun filming. They begun filming. (laughs) So Sex and the City's underway. Uh, No spinoff for Hilary Duff from Young And I bring that up because Darren Starr makes Sex and the City. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very busy man. Fun fact. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you watch that uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe trailer yesterday? Sure did. Yeah? Loved it. What'd you think? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's very similar to the original. Uh, This is the Kevin Smith uh, version of He-Man Masters of the Universe. I think it's called uh, Masters of the... It's called... Jesus. Hold on here. It's called Masters of the Universe Revelation is yeah. what it's called. And it's Mark Hamill that's uh, playing Skeletor, Skeletor right? Yeah. He does the voice of Skeletor. Yeah, it's Mark great. Hamill, Skeletor. Uh, Chris Wood is uh, He-Man. And apparently it t- it picks up right where the series left off in 1985. Episode oh, one starts geez. with a huge battle between He-Man and Skeletor to sort of set the stage for the for the whole 
for the whole deal. Yeah. But it looks very much like like people are losing their minds just because of how much fan service um, Kevin Smith paid to hardcore old school He-Man yeah. fans with the art design and everything else. Right? That's great. That's that that is what you know, somebody like Kevin Smith, who's a nerd, yes, wants to do something like this justice for the nerds on right. behalf of all nerds. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's great. Congratulations, Kevin Smith. Uh, when does I think the the first there's like a multiple parts, right? The first one drops like next month on Netflix. Yeah. Let me look for a date here. Yeah, I don't know when. There's no date on here. Oh. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, July um, five consisting of five episodes. July twenty third on Netflix. 20, Love it. Yeah, they'll. Uh, they're all going to be there for you. So that's real cool. Masses of the Universe is back. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Jason Momoa. My guy. Now that he's a full-on certified, I was going to say beefcake, action hero. <laughs> and beefcake. And beefcake, uh-huh. right? Um, the questions then become, okay, like when you put your dream team together of like people you'd love to see in movies, yeah. uh, the talk has been around a while that people would really love to see The Rock and Momoa oh in, my God. in, a, mo- in a movie together, right? Yeah. Because it just makes so much sense uh-huh. to, to do something like that. Two beefcakes. Two beefcakes, <laughs> right? Both funny, both like they can, they can do funny moments. They're yeah. both beefcakes. Um, and so why not? So this is Jason Momoa talking about his opinion. Yeah, I met him, gosh, almost almost 20 years ago. We were in Hawaii and we met and we have um, a very close friend, Tunawai, who, you know, we we kind of met through that and, you know, stay in touch and we've tried to get together and make a movie together. It's just, he's way busier than I am and I'm pretty busy right now. So one of these days. You have to make a movie together. You have to. And it's really cool now because he's kind of in my pocket so I can call him up and be like, yo, Back at him. Yeah, you owe me a favor, yeah. Oh, right? that'd be amazing. Yeah. I can picture them doing a movie where they're brothers. They're brothers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I always said, and the last time we talked to Mark Wahlberg, my kind of like dream cast for a movie would be Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart, and The Rock. Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart... And The Rock. They've all acted with one another in some way, shape, or form before. You're right. And I just think an all-star cast like that would just absolutely kill. And when we talked to Mark Wahlberg, he said he would even consider taking a pay cut to do a movie with those other three guys. I would like to see where you got like two sets of mixed brothers. I would like to see The Rock and Will Ferrell as brothers yeah. with um, with Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart as brothers. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> the movie writes itself. You're right? welcome, Hollywood. <laughs> yes. I would like to see, I would pay to see that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so the winning bidder, whose name was not released, but uh, it will be, who's uh, going to join Jeff Bezos and his brother oh. on the Blue Origin flight um, coming up on July 20th. So the bidding started for this seat to join Jeff and his brother mm-hmm. to fly into space. The bidding started at $4.8 million. Holy it passed $20 million within the first few minutes. 
Was it? And it closed out at $28 million. $28. $28 million is what the winning bid was to join Jeff Bezos and his brother to fly what to the edge um, of space. Elon Musk? Imagine. I no, would, I was going to say I, his ex-wife. Oh, oh, oh. You think it's Bezos' ex-wife? Yeah, but she was like, hey, Jeff. This is going to be awkward. <laughs> Hey guys! <laughs> okay, now that I have you, I brought a list of things that we need to to, to discuss. Yeah. I just totally ruined his trip to space. My lawyer, my lawyer sent these documents. Yeah, I need you to sign I them. I just want to go over. I haven't been able to get a hold of uh, you. So, I know. And listen, it's gonna. I know this flight's only ten minutes. Yeah, it won't. It'll yeah. probably take that. Yeah, maybe like. Don't worry, you'll still get to enjoy your thing with your brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, $28 million. Um, historically, these flights on these sort of private spacecraft are much cheaper. Virgin Galactic has uh, sold uh, reservations between $200,000 and $250,000 per ticket. And uh, more recently... Um, the Italian Air Force uh, bought a ticket on one of Virgin's flights for half a million dollars. Ooh, now, mia. Elon Musk's space um, rocket, mm -hmm. they go like far, right? Like, like they, how far? Like far. Okay. Like, like it, they, they go orbital, not suborbital. Right? So he still gets the clout. Yeah. Like, like, well, Elon Musk, like, like NASA buys tickets on Elon Musk's spacecrafts. Bruh, that's okay. Nice and do you know? So okay. So Jeff Bezos sold uh, one one thing to go suborbital on uh, one seat on his rocket to go suborbital uh, for which 20, is just for the edge of the space. edge. Yes, right? yes. Uh, Twenty eight million dollars. Uh, NASA paid Elon Musk fifty five million dollars for one ticket to take an astronaut wow. into space on wow. a training mission. And that's to take one of their own mans. Yeah, exactly. Up there. Isn't that crazy? And you're asking Elon Musk for a seat. Woo! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. NBC's new upcoming reality competition series, Ultimate Slip and Slide. Oh, yeah. I can't right? wait. It's an 85, 65 uh, tall slip and slide. Yeah, I would do it. Absolutely. Um, the show shut down production after oh. 40 crew members contracted. Giardia. Oh, God, is that is a, a new COVID strain? Which is an outbreak of, quote, awful and explosive diarrhea oh, oh that no. left people collapsing on set, quote, being forced to run for porta potties. They shut down the slip and slide show because of a massive outbreak of diarrhea. No, thanks. Also known as, <laughs> also, also known as, I gotta pre read this stuff, man. What? Also known as beaver fever. <laughs> Stop it. No way. Giardia. I'm not even joking. Also known as beaver fever. Giardia is usually contra. <sighs> what? 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 Oh. What? Turn the music off for a second, please. Okay. So again, uh, NBC's new reality competition series, Ultimate Slip and Slide, uh, shut down production after 40 crew members contracted explosive diarrhea. Gross. Um, also known as beaver fever, Giardia is usually contracted from getting fecal infested water in your mouth. <laughs> so it seems... So it seems like at some point someone did poo on the slip and slide. <laughs> and then every, I don't want to play no more. And then everybody else who went down the slip and slide yeah. or was part of production or in the water and all this other stuff nope. uh, got 
beaver fever, and nope. the set was inspected for parasites after the outbreak. Ugh. And uh, late last week, Universal says additional testing revealed that, yes, Giardia is in the surrounding area. Ultimate slip and slide set to premiere Sunday, August 8th uh, in a time slot directly following not watching. the uh, Tokyo Olympics. I'm not watching. No. Because when you're going down that slide, for as much like adrenaline and as much fun as it is, like you're probably screaming and you're like, ah! Such a good time, and all that water is like flying in your face and in your mouth and stuff. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no, I'm not watching that show. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Roz and Mocha Q and A. Yo, Denzel, what's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Good, good, good. Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What is your question? Okay, so what was the furthest links you made to call in sick for work and pre-COVID? Because now they make you do all the tests and stuff. Well, what's your answer? I mean, I haven't done anything outrageous, but I've had a friend who went like all out to call in sick. So what they did was uh, they like faked their voice, and then she even went on YouTube to find like the like a loop of like those hospital beepy things. Oh my god! <laughs> she, wow. She played, she played it in the background while she was calling in sick. Wow. No. She 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 called in sick, saying she was in the hospital. Yeah, and she and then she played the DP thing in the background. I was like, "You're lucky you didn't flatline on you." You know what's you know what's interesting is that uh, once you start working in like bigger sort of places, you realize that you don't actually have to give a reason. No, not anymore. No, when you're yeah, when you're, this is like McDonald's. Yeah, when you're younger and stuff like that you always feel the need to elaborate on the lie like you need a really great story uh-huh. um and you don't actually have to like like companies don't mm-hmm. need anything other than i'm sick and won't be in today uh but people still string these giant stories together uh and it's wild to me um now yeah. what did she say was wrong with her that she had to be in the hospital hooked up to a machine hiv and i bet still be able to still <laughs> i don't be even remember call, right i don't even yeah i don't even remember she just like she just said like you think they'll fall for it i'm like hey honestly i don't know they might they may not they might not even care yeah like you gotta go yeah. with something you gotta have to like wow. zika or something yeah. like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, i don't think i've ever gone to like extreme lengths like i've called in to sick to work i remember one time my friends and i went I don't know, we went skating and then, like, drinking or drinking and skating or something. Anyway, it was super late. I got home at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and I was supposed to work. I was supposed to get up at, like, 6 or 7 to go to work, to work at the Bay. Right. And I called and said that I was too sick to go to work. And Mm. they were like, okay, fine. Terrible on my part because then they had to scramble. It was around the Christmas holidays, so they had to then scramble to find somebody. And my dad, when my dad came into my room to be like, don't you have to work? I said, no, they called me and said that they didn't need me anymore because they're overstaffed. And my dad was like, oh, so then I slept all day. And then later that day, all my dad said to me was, I called your work to ask for you. Oh, and they said that you were sick. So at that point, I was just busted, oh, right? Busted. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I, I don't really lie. Hold on to, a second. Okay. What did you say to your dad? What do you mean? What did I like say? When you said I, I called and they said that you were like, what was your? What did you say? Oh, nothing. I couldn't. I, I was to, like, like my stomach. My stomach fell for you. No, I was guilty. I was like, yeah, I went out late last night, and I got home too late. I couldn't wake up. I didn't feel like I could Oof. go to work. Oof. And then I was must it. have been so Oof. mad. I was Oof. like, life lesson. Yes, he was mad. Life Did he take his lesson. belt off? 
No, it was like 18 or something. <laughs> did, did, he, did he beat you? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as bad as lying about having HIV. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus. Uh, well, if you're gonna lie, right? Uh, I haven't really lied. Like I haven't. I don't recall ever telling like a crazy lie of being sick with something uh-huh. um, to get out of doing something. But I did call in sick to one job so I could go on a job interview for another job. Oh, in New York. Oh, so I called I called in sick to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just went to the airport, got on a plane, flew to New York, did a job interview and then flew back home um, without anybody without anybody. Did you give it like did you put on a voice or no, anything not, like or talk uh, real quiet? Really? Oh, no, 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 no. But here's the thing is I went I had to shoot that. I, I like I called in sick in the morning. Yeah. Right. But I didn't want to miss a shoot because I was interviewing somebody. I don't even know who I was interviewing. That but you were time. into it. Uh, but then I, I flew to New York, did a job interview, flew back to Toronto, and then went and still worked. Like what? later later that day, I had to shoot that night. But didn't your yeah. work say anything? Yeah, and then I was like, I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just needed to sleep it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I just needed to. Wow. I just needed to sleep it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get the job. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh no! Uh, wow! Yeah, no, but I've I've called I've called in sick to to go on job interviews before, wow. or to go or to go and meet with people, um, which is you know that's one way to get your ass fired. I don't recommend doing that. Have you ever have you ever called in sick and then got caught by your boss? Um, I have I have one time. It was super awkward. I did. Yeah, you know what? Hang on a second, more. You know what though? I did, but I was I was legit sick. So I called in years ago. I called into a place that I was working, and I told them that I was sick and that I couldn't uh, I couldn't come into work. And um, I went out that afternoon um, to go to the drugstore. Yeah. Right. But the drugs, mm. the drugstore was like right beside the pub and it was right beside oh, the, this no. place oh. and right beside the, this place. It was in a party zone. Yeah. And and people that I worked with, not friends or anything like that, um, saw me and they told they told my boss. Oh, and then snitches. I got the and then I got the call because I kept the call in sick again the next day, too. Yeah, I was that yeah. sick. And then my boss called and was like, just so you know, you know, like, whatever, were you out? And I was like, yeah, man, I was at shoppers. Yeah. Right. Like I wasn't like, what do you think I was drinking? But yeah, I got I got. Uh, uh, I got the saw. I got seen when I was out. That was, did you ever? Did you ever find out who the co-workers were? <sighs> no, no. I could tell though. Yeah, yeah. Snitches. <laughs> Snitches. Yeah, yeah, right. That wasn't even that. the story I was going to tell. But then when you said, "Were you ever like caught?" I remembered. I did call in sick once because I wanted to go and line up for the Obama comic book. Right. And I was first in line for the Obama comic book, and they interviewed me on TV. So I was on CP two for. Being talking about being first in line for the Obama comic while I called in sick. So you snitched on yourself. Where were you working? What year was that? 2000? I was working for... Uh, when was that? 2008? Yeah, I was working for Mad Dog and Billy. Yeah. 2008. What happened? Oh, yeah. No, I got in trouble. But they, they wanted to know why I didn't just then do that for my job. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, so have you ever called in? So like, I never called in sick. I called in injured. So I when I worked oh, for a movie a, theater a once... Too. 
Yeah, I yeah. like I put gauze all around my hand and oh. like fake blood. And so wow. I said, I hurt my hand. Fake I can't blood. work the popcorn machine or the concession stand. I'm oh, so have you to still showed home. up to work like <laughs> no. that? <laughs> no, I called and said I hurt myself. So for the next few days, I wore the gauze oh. on my hand and just got out of doing that even when back to work. Ew, ew, That's so gross. Ew. I can't that come seems to, work. to be like I can't come hazard. to work and work. I can't come in and work with the food because I'm bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not butter on your popcorn. No. Yo, Denzel, thank you, brother. We appreciate you. Good. Hey, can you ask me the question? Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? All right, so it used to be Mocha, and I'll give you a reason why. Because on a podcast, you guys were comparing, like, this or that, and it went to the point where you went sync or Backstreet Boys, and Mocha, you picked sync, and yeah. I was really hurt by that. Oh, oh no. Oh, are you Team BSB? Yeah. yeah, man, for sure. But you know what? We, were, we, we were talking about it again recently, and I think yeah. I may switch over to BSB just for the, the fact that they have, like, bigger and stronger hits. But, yeah, man, but was... we weren't, but that wasn't the conversation, though. The conversation that we had, yeah. it wasn't about who, if you went head-to-head and did a versus between them, who would uh-huh. win. That yeah. was that was the last conversation we had. Originally, the conversation was who you felt was better. Yeah, that was on the podcast where I was like, damn, Mocha, you going to do me like that? No, I'm still going to stay in sync. You're still, you're still oh, sitting in sync with the, be- was yeah, the, was the, was the better band. Yeah, you yeah, know why? Two of my favorite songs by, by NSYNC still stand out, and that's Girlfriend and, yeah. and Gone. And so you like Girlfriend and Gone. Yeah, but those are basically Justin Timberlake so songs, right? New question between New Kids and BSB. Sorry, NSYNC and, was it NSYNC and BSB, right? Uh-huh. If two had separate concerts in the same city, oh for God's sake! Tickets went on sale at the oh, same man. time. Why, Whose tickets why? would sell out fastest? But that—that's not the question, though. Because no, I said, you can just, I just but, said but you can say question. Backstreet Boys. I just said new question. Right, yeah, but this BSB is, would win that. Yeah, battle. of course, of course they would. Uh-huh. Of course, because yeah. is, 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 is Justin Timberlake and NSYNC? We'll say yes for this. Then then NSYNC would. Hmm. Hundred percent. I still, think, I still think the Backstreet. return of NSYNC with Justin oh, Timberlake. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. You're right, right, right. Yes, yes. Because BSB have still over they, the they, years they been continued the to to, to yeah. tour, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Right, Denzel, that's why you. Daddy Roz is my favorite. Oh wow, <laughs> because I have absolutely no opinion on uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Yeah. And he just won based on that. Honestly, I, you could line them all up, and I would maybe get if I had to say you're from this yeah. and you're from this. I think I would get like sixty percent. No, it should be easy. The older yeah. ones are from Backstreet Boys, right? No, they're all young. old no, they're, now, though. They're all old now. Isn't NSYNC younger than BSB? Not by much. Uh-uh. They were they were the same time. They're same yeah. era. Oh, I always assumed BSB yeah, came same era. before. No, no, no. They're same era. They were good. They were head to head. They were Britney and Christina. Okay. Right? There you go. Yeah. Denzel. Thanks, brother. All right, man. Take care, guys. Right on. Rita says here, do you guys remember your first day on the job and what was it like? Like so, on this job? Mm-hmm. So Roz would say no. Um, you don't even I, remember yesterday. No, no, no. I don't have. I don't know. No. Um, no, because it was it was crazy. Because Catherine was like super pregnant, mm-hmm. and I had you know was just getting used to waking up, and you're just so full of adrenaline and and wondering if you did a good job or not. And um, yeah, no, I don't remember. I don't remember. There was so much other stuff going on that I don't remember the the first first day on the job no oh I, I I, no i remember i had a good time yeah. yeah yeah i remember i remember leaving feeling that we had done something that was fun and it made me laugh and i found it entertaining and then i was like well if i find it entertaining maybe somebody else finds it entertaining uh, like i remember all that but i don't remember any specific like i don't remember what i wore like like weirdos like that where they remember what they wore for their first day oh, on the jeans, job white tee and a black leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> that's what you wore yeah was it probably yeah. 
Probably. Um, I, no, remember, I don't remember anything. I showed up first. I was sitting when back when we used to have an office. Yeah. I was sitting in the office doing some work. And then you walked down the hallway and you said good morning. I said good morning. And then you were in the studio first. And then I went in. And I remember the very first phone call that we ever took, I believe, was from my sister, Laura, who was listening right from the very beginning of the show. Right. Yes, I remember laughing a lot. Yeah. I know yeah, that. I, I don't know specific like stories or anything like yeah. that. But Dan Moore, do you remember your first day working with us? Yeah. Because, because you started after Roz and I had already been doing the show I for like a year. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure my first day I drove Dustin Diamond into the studio for us. Like I went to pick him up and my first day was an interview with Dustin Diamond. No, that wouldn't have been the first day. Oh, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I don't think your first day was uh, an interview. What, you think that on your first day of work, you showed up to work with Dustin Diamond? I'm pretty sure. No No way. No. 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 Then no, I don't so remember then, my first no, day. Has, Maury has no memory yeah. of his first day. I don't day. even remember your first day. I just like think no, of the show. I. I think of the show and like you've just like always been here. I, I don't remember your first day at all. At all. Well, I mean, I, I'm not offended by that because you don't remember yours either. Right. Yeah, but I remember yours less. <laughs> Be offended by that. <laughs> it's it's so interesting. Anytime Maury's anytime Maury says, Yeah, but that doesn't offend me, I will find a way to make it offensive to him. <laughs> like, like, how how he in his chair. <laughs> it's like minus five or something. <laughs> yeah. You're like I would be I I would say like this to Maury. I'd be like, uh, yeah, I went to uh winners on the weekend. And Maury'd be like, I've been to winners and I'd be like, Yeah, but I went with my mom. <laughs> and then I'd have to say, but I don't have a mom. Oh, no. You don't have to say that more. The joke ended when I said something. I know, but people may not get no, that. Of course they get it. You oh, don't no. Yeah, yeah. I, stuff like that. Like, I'll, I'll try. Yeah. And speaking of which, did you guys see the lineups at Winners over the weekend? Oh, my uh, God. Yes. Well, people waiting in line for three hours to, Bro, buy, to, Winners, buy, a ball, to buy a polo shirt that probably doesn't fit. Like, that's crazy nuts. to me. Yeah, in the province of Ontario, when we went into phase one, yeah. which is the reopening of, of certain retail things, stores, yeah. retail stores, non-essential. Yeah. People were lining up like crazy nuts. at winners, though. Uh-huh. That's I the know. weirdest thing. I never saw, I didn't see anything like that. All right. So Laura says here, what is your favorite memory you have with your fathers? Oh, God. I'm not answering this question. Damn it, Maury. You have some great memories of your dad. Nah, do I, though? Yeah. I mean, I have a lot. Do you um, have any, like, didn't he like, beat somebody up once? Specific? No. Well, that, that's not a great memory. <laughs> 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 like, that's, that's, a, that's a memory. God, great memories of stuff I, with my dad. Like, I just, like, at, like at this point, I will, I will just say this, right? Because the reason why it's too, it's too difficult to get into specifics, because once you lose your father, yeah, every memory you have becomes a great memory, even the ones that weren't at the time. What mm. do you do so you don't forget any memories? Um, I, I don't. I don't do anything. I don't, like, do any, like, I don't do anything. Make a time capsule and put it in the ground? Yeah, yeah. No, but no, I'd always be worried, like, oh, my God, like, you know, as I get older, I'm going to forget these great memories. But I forget so much stuff anyway, right? Like, so I, it's all mixed in. Yeah, everything is just, like, all, bag. everything's all uh-huh. mixed in. Um, but I don't have, like, I, I, I don't have that moment where I say this is my, like, favorite thing that I ever did with my dad or this is my, you know, greatest memory or the yeah. one thing that I always go back to. It's just a mishmash. Like, everything is just sort of into one thing now like mm-hmm. i can pull out specifics of like certain things but only when i'm in those situations where if i'm reliving something or oftentimes what will happen is i'll be doing something with rocks that i did with my dad sure where i'm like it then 
triggers a specific memory yeah. um, to, uh, to, to doing stuff like that with, with my dad. But it's never anything. It's never the big things. Like, do, you that's like, the, do you ever hold a, or look at a picture of him so you don't forget what he looks like? Can I like? tell you that only up until recently did I even have a picture of him in my house? I was just oh, going to ask, is there real? one framed yeah. or something? Wow. Yeah. Do you have a frame? Like, is it framed on, on the uh, counter? No, it's um, it's sort of up on a it's up on a shelf. And it's not of him at, at any sort of later points in his life. The, the only picture I have of my dad in my house is a picture of my dad when he was about 19. Oh, really? That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but everything is just sort of a mishmash yeah. of, of memories, right? And I sort of like it better that way sure. because I don't... I don't, I don't like going into, I don't really like going into specifics and I don't sort of analyze, you know, like one situation compared to another situation. Like for me, when I think about like Christmas growing up, it's not a specific Christmas. It's mm-hmm. just all of them mixed into, you have sounds, mixed, in, like mixed into one. Like your brother burps like your dad or something. Yeah, yeah, that happens. But that's like that, that just like, that's more of a feeling than a memory, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's a recollection of something. Um, rather than rather than a memory, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't have specific memories of um, of my dad. Dan Mori, there's so many awesome memories that I have of my dad. Yeah, but it's not uh, a competition. I know, like, <laughs> look at him, like, he, just, he just said that like my dad's not dead. Yeah, right. Like how you know what I mean? Like like like, yo. like I can go and build new memories with him. <laughs> like right. Listen, like, I feel okay. like for me at least in this room. <laughs> During this conversation, yeah. like we had a moment here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it was yeah. a nice moment. And yeah. more coming in here yeah. with the trying yeah. to make it a competition. Yeah, okay. So there's so many memories that I have with my dad. <laughs> yeah, you might as well have said so many great memories with my alive father. Right. Yeah, yeah. My my dad who's still alive. Yeah, and <laughs> able to, and, and, and able to build new. Yeah. new you know what? You know what my best memory of my dad is the fact that he didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is that what you want to say, Maury? Yeah, go ahead, Maury. Yeah. Anything you say right now. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I have this great memory of my dad just sitting there breathing. It was so beautiful. <laughs> I saw my dad on the weekend. You yeah. know what he did? Yeah. He inhaled and yeah. exhaled yeah. multiple times. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it was great. <laughs> so go ahead, Maury. Let's, uh, let me sit down for this Yeah, one. yeah. And let's yeah. hear this, these great memories yeah. with your alive father. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Maury. <laughs> go for it. The memory I have of my dad is... <laughs> Did you what? say what? Is him breathing? What? No, when we we drove through Memphis together, because um, we went a trip to Memphis. Yeah, and I re- I'll never forget driving through Memphis with him and having a great time at yeah. Graceland and Truckers Inn, the motel with uh, bullet holes in the back of the door. Right. We tell that story all the time, still to this day. <laughs> well, that's riveting. You'll probably te- probably tell it until like until you, you, your last days, right? Yeah, which aren't yeah. for a while. No, true. Oh wow! Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah. my dad's not going to die for a very long time. God, man. I swear. Anyway, uh, I don't. I don't have specific memories. I have memories of things that I've done with my dad. Yeah. I don't have like one specific that stands out where I'm like, yes, this is my absolute favorite. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like I have memories of like long car rides, like trips, family vacations when we would drive to like Florida or drive to California yeah. or drive to New York multiple times a year. Um, you know, as I got older, I have like memories of him, like just helping me with with projects, um, which is always cool, right? Things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I look back when I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is the worst. But like when he'd make me hold the flashlight while he fixed the car brakes right. or fixed the engine right. on his car and trying to teach me about it. Right. And I'm like, dad, I don't want to be here right now. Yeah. 
right? I have memories like that or him driving me to, to the, um, to the community center to go ice skating. Right. But then like leave me there and go to Canadian Tire for like two hours and come back right. and pick me up, right? Maury's dad did a lot of that, but only he would go on dates and he would leave Maury in the Canadian Tire. <laughs> oh, I, used to, I I was going to say, I no, I used to sh- go with him to the singles parties and I'd have to watch his coat. Yeah, yeah. you'd be coat check. Yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, I have yeah. a great memory of the time my dad crapped his pants in the car. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Is Frank yeah. going to want you to tell the story on the podcast? But I remember like we pulled in somewhere and he had to go get like napkins and stuff to clean like the he had seat. a blowout? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Oh. I'm going to make sure oh. I send this part of the podcast. And he was wearing oh. white shorts. Oh. oh. Wait, hold on. So he went to buy, to get napkins and not like buy new shorts? Well, first I had to clean the seat. Oh. Wait, so what did he wear then after? Oh, he still had to wear the white shorts, right? But. That were soiled? He, like he lined them with something, like paper towels or something like that? Oh, no. Yo, that car. Because where are you going to go? We pulled so into bad. like a McDonald's or something, and he just had to get napkins. And Did he this. go in to the McDonald's? Yes. With a blowout up his back. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. How old were you? I bet you he wished he was dead, huh? <laughs> but he lived through it. Oh, my God. It was... Did he come back in being like, that was so embarrassing, I almost died? <laughs> Did it smell so bad that you wanted to kill yourself? <laughs> like all that stuff? No? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I can't. Oh, wow. Uh, anything else to add there, Maury? An awkward, an awkward situation even more awkward? No, no, but we can call him. Yeah, no, no, no. We can't call my dad. No, I know. Okay, just so okay. you know. Oh, my God, Maury. Just stop, dude. Here, let's yeah. move on to the next question from yeah. Stephen. Who from the staff would you trust to babysit your kid or your pet? Um, I would trust Roz and Shem. Yes. I would also trust Mocha and Shem. Next question. Maury. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So who, who would, would you, you trust, trust? To, to look after your dog? Anyone in the room, really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Juliet <laughs> says here, when you go out with friends. You're not looking after my kid, Maury. No, but I can take care of your cat. I don't know. If I, I, don't I don't think know. so. I had no. two cats. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would trust you. But like, I, there's a lot like, because here's the thing is that if you're taking care of my cat, right? It's not the cats more. Okay. It's you, you would have to go into my house when I'm not there. Oh, yeah, no. That's what I don't trust. Your brother's home. No, 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 stop that. I, I don't trust you in my house when I'm not there. Yeah, you know, he'd be snooping. He he'd be would. Take, taking pictures. What, it's what you do. No, but I would. I know he would. That's why you're not going into my house to look after my cats. So lock something. What, so now it's my responsibility because you can't control your impulses <laughs> to go through people's things that I have to lock it all away in order for you to come feed Put my cat. Away. Oh, see, you are the worst. <laughs> this is why. Maury was so sad when we didn't pick him. I know. And this is exactly why. Because exactly. he's going to go through your stuff. Uh, also, I find that with children, and you told the story, I think on the last podcast or two podcasts ago, Maury gets very frazzled when it comes to, to, yes. to kids. And he yes. doesn't know. Because you said somebody, a friend of yours, dropped off their five-month-old, and within 45 minutes, you were calling saying, when are you going to come pick this Three thing Three-month-old. 
So now it's three months. Was it three or five? What did I say? See? He did, I, that's why nobody can trust you. Yeah, no. It was five months. No, five months old. Maury posted a picture yesterday of him and his brothers in the in the pool. And Maury's like all smiling, being like, oh my God, so great to have brother time. And the looks on his brother's faces in that picture. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hang with you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to hang with you. No. Uh, Juliet says here, uh, when you go out with friends, how do you split the bill fairly, especially when drinks are involved oh god like i think most places now i think because it happens so much a lot of places when you show up with multiple people will say do you guys want these on separate bills yeah and then they just do it it used to be a huge pain in the ass and it's not anymore for them i don't know i don't know what changed with that um i think whenever we go out like people just know what they've had and you look at the bill and you're like okay i owe this much plus i'll give whatever for tip right if i am out with friends Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm talking about a big group of people. Okay. Let's just say, let's say there's four of us. Sure. Right? Four or five, whatever. Um, if I'm out with friends and we all go to, like, if we all go for, say, wings, mm-hmm. the times that this has happened in my life, we're all eating relatively the same thing. Yeah. We're all drinking relatively the same thing. Mm-hmm. I have no problem just saying, take that and divide it into five. And then we'll Absolutely. all take it. I have no I'm pro- good with that, too. I have, I have no problem with that. I will never, I'll never dispute that. I'll never be like, but you had gravy. Like, I'll never do yeah. that. Um, where I do get picky about splitting the bill and have in the past hasn't happened in years, but when every now and then you are out and there's maybe another person or another couple with you who are freaking wine drinkers, mm. I ain't splitting your $17 a glass. No, wine. but at that point, like the couple, they should know, okay, I had this wine and no, cost no. this much here's how like i'm gonna pay oh, my oh, portion no on. no but i've been in situations where it's been like you guys just want to do four ways oh yeah no and i'm no, like no 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 you're no. a wine drinker yeah your I'm wine's not, gonna cost I, more you, that's that's more for you yeah less for me right sometimes what i will do depending on who i'm with i will say look at the bill and i'll be like you know what here's my portion of the food i'm also gonna pay for the drinks yeah maury's never done that <laughs> my dad's the worst at this though because when we go out like you know as a family or whatever he's the one that'll add everything okay so you had sangria but you had a beer mm-hmm. you only had like he'll he'll divvy everything up to the penny really huh and and say okay so you owe this you owe this yeah oh yeah no i i don't like conflict when it comes to paying bills and fighting like if i'm at a table and like two people start bickering over over a bill yeah i've paid just like the whole portion before uh-huh for like for both of them just yeah. to just enough to shut them up yeah just enough out of you like mm-hmm. like i don't like that kind of conflict to me it ruins a night yeah when two people start going at each other it's over so something weird, over something it? frivolous yeah isn't it weird it's like weird. when people fight over the bill yeah like that? yeah or 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 when somebody wants to pay their portion but they don't want to pay the tip that i find weird as right well. yeah. yeah to me that 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 bothers me but uh but now i i don't go out anymore like i don't have like i don't go out with friends like oh, it's, it's been a while it, it's no but even before covid oh yeah true, true true like if i go out like to say have you know wings and beers with friends mm-hmm. right it's once a year mm-hmm. same the same couple of guys once a year maybe and everybody understands, like you've done it before where everybody understands how the yeah, bill works. Yeah, so ma- ma- Do you ever call the restaurant different. and say, hey, I'm, you know, the reservations under Roswest and when I get there, 
this is my drink. Can you bring the drink to the table just so I look fancy? No. What? I've done that. Why? That's not call, surprising. Where I'll call, be like, okay, so um, can you bring, as soon as I arrive, can you bring a Harvey Wallbanger to me at the table just so it looks like I'm a regular and that you know, you know, who I am. You explain this to somebody on the phone. Yeah. But how do they know that you are who you are if you're sitting at a table with like three other people? Because it's under my name, just being like, when I arrive, can you make sure this drink shows up just so it... Like, no, but you arrive. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, but it's not like you're all wearing name tags. Like you all arrive, right? And you sit down. Yeah, but I'm usually like if I get there first or whatever, or who's more is Maury here? Oh, right. there you go. So Maury, if your question is, have you ever pre-called ahead to a restaurant to explain how pathetic you are? My answer is no. Mm. Oh, I have. So what happens <laughs> if you get there first and then they just automatically bring you your drink? And that oh, just... so can you can you bring this back out in ten minutes? <laughs> okay, stop. Oh wow, stop. 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 Uh, stop. We'll end on this one from Reynolds. Stop, jack off. <laughs> Roz said at the start of the pandemic, quote, if you don't learn something with the time that we have, then you have wasted that time. End quote. Mm -hmm. What have you learned? And did Maury, did Dammit Maury ever learn Portuguese so he can listen to Matthew on the phone? Because as we found out, Matthew speaks uh, in Portuguese to oh, his friends. Right. So that Maury Tracy. Yeah. doesn't, uh, Maury right. doesn't know what he's saying, right? They right. always, yeah, in the bedroom, they'll speak Portuguese and giggle and whatnot. And when I come in, it's like, shh, shh, shh. And then Maury said that uh, he wanted to learn Portuguese over the pandemic so he right. could know what Matthew and Tracy are saying to one another. Yeah. So did so you learn Portuguese? I learned f how to say Friday. Uh-huh. Okay. feira. Okay. I learned how to say, like, thank you. No, no, but you didn't, like, do an actual... I tried. It's really difficult. I picked up a few words. So when they're talking, I know if they say something about Friday and if they talk about cake. But how often but anything do they talk else, about I, cake and Friday? Right. Not that often, I found out. They don't right. often say But you didn't Friday. even, like, pick up, like, one of those apps, like, try download but one I know of the, the apps. Like, and... I know a couple of the swear words or whatever. And I assume that if they're going to talk about me, you can't, the Portuguese for Mori is Mori, yeah, right? but they, they, they just go, him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They're, not, yeah. they're not referring to you by name. They probably have, like, a real awful nickname for you, too. Oh, possibly. I wouldn't know. How do you say dingbat in Portuguese? No, but I know how to say damn it. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you say divorce? Do you oh, good. Hold on. Let me write that down. I should have looked that up. <laughs> oh, that's uh, anything? Good. Anything for you, Roz? Yeah, I learned a ton. I like. I didn't learn something to master things, but I had a bunch of like little things that yeah. um, that I, I wanted to uh, that I wanted to set out um, to to learn and. And I, and I did like just, there was a, like a few mechanical things. Like I wanted to know how to, like, I, I wasn't great at cutting copper pipe. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got good at cutting copper pipe and I had to fix a few things, um, over the last, I guess, year and a half and no leaks, no nothing. Nice. Um, because the, 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 the well pump wasn't working right. So I did, I got to do that. I, um, what else did I learn how to do? A lot of cooking stuff. There was a lot of things that I really, really wanted to wanted to learn over COVID, and I did. But every everybody did. Everybody sort of did. Uh, I learned how to clean out my closet. Did cooking? No, uh, I think you were um, forced. Damn it, Matthew! I, I learned how to you. let go of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah but then you just go. filled it up with other things that you didn't need. No, and I'm being very good at not bringing things home and you know throwing things out. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. I there's a, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, uh -huh. Always. And 
but nothing I can, nothing specific sort of like right now, but most of my stuff, like my life just revolves around food, right? So most of the times that I say that I want to get good at something, it is, um, it's usually, it's usually food-based. And for, for me, just because I live with somebody who has a bunch of dietary things, my goal is to always perfect things that I love, but make them in a way that Catherine can eat them. Of course. Right. And so that's always my, that's always my goal. Yeah. Is to figure out how to make something, um, in a way that, uh, in a way that Catherine can eat it. And, and I've been doing a lot of that sort of over the, over the last year where we rarely now have to eat separate things just because there's, you know, a dietary, a dietary restriction to it. And then I, and then the goal was to not have to make two. The goal was to make the thing for Catherine, but also make it a way, in a way that I would still eat it because so often it just turns out like it's just not. I know good. the substitutes that they the substitutes that are, are offered or sorry suggested. Yes, you can tell. Like as somebody who would yeah. eat it the normal way or the yeah. regular way, or the way that you're used to, you'd be able to tell and just throw off the whole meal, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you one of the things that that we find um, uh, elusive is Catherine loves mayo. Yeah. Right. And um, vegan A's is the sort of like best vegan mayo, but you can't buy it everywhere. And so we went through trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, looking for all these other um, vegan mayos. And freaking Hellman's makes a vegan mayo. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Oh, wow. Like it's really good. A lot of them are awful. Yeah. Uh, Vegan A's is the best, but the Hellman's one is actually really, really good. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really good. Because what were the other ones substituting like with coconut or something? Yeah. A lot of like avocado, coconut. But like you, it's just like it. There's, there's mayo has a tanginess to it mm. um, that you can't. If that goes, none of the other flavors make up mayo, right? Yeah. And so a lot of them don't you can't use the egg. A lot of them don't have that zip. A lot mm. of them don't have that tanginess. Where the Hellman's one uh, does the the sort of back end flavors are a little bit off from a regular mayo, but it's close. But it's if you really compare close. It to the ingredients to see if the Hellman's one is actually full of like nonsense, oh, it's not. No, no, it's okay. vegan. It's like it's and it's no, not even chemicals and all that. Um, well, everything has yeah, everything, everything has every, everything every, in every, it. Everything has, has everything in it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's just if you're looking for a vegan product, that was the that's one of the best ones that we found. Good. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I learned, I mean, there's some woodworking things that I've kind of uh, wanted to learn how to do throughout the, the, the past like year and a half mm-hmm. that I'm slowly uh, understanding and getting to do. But I would say the biggest thing, Reynolds, to answer your question, the, the one biggest thing that, that I learned over the the course of the pandemic was last summer when i learned how to swim as an adult oh yeah that's right? and that's a big one yeah so right? that's my answer like full-on swim like you can do the the, the breaststroke and the hand over like, head i don't know and... how to like half swim yeah right? yeah <laughs> i learned my my my, my, my le- i can swim with my legs but the rest of me just like yeah like just floats my there. arms and my torso i'm gonna yeah. handle that this year yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh hit us up on instagram you'll see we'll post once a week ask razamoka it'll just be a simple picture there and in the comment section, you'll see everybody uh, asking questions. So feel free to ask whatever question you want. And uh, one of you will join us on a future episode to ask your question to us on the phone, much like we did with Denzel today. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.